Hello, everyone. You are listening to Talks Around the Coffee Cups, the podcast I talk with my honorable nerd friends. I'm Chie from Japan, living in Amsterdam, believing I'm not nerd enough. So I want to bring my all my amazing friends who has something or many things they really love. And I think they are great nerds with good hearts. Today's my coffee buddy is Yori and Ellen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I made them say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys are from. Thomas Bakai. Great, that's this. <laughs> so,、uh, you two are the bakers that I eat bread. I think it is exclusively for a year. Definitely <laughs> a year eating your bread and then reading your newsletter and stamping the bag. <laughs> and it, it just, we just already start,、uh, start talking about a little bit. But like, the first question would be like, all these things you are curious about, like, I, I bet it's not like one or two. <laughs> no, not. But why, why sourdough bread?、Hmm. Um, so, for me, <clears throat> I've always been, had an interest in,、uh, in, in flavor, in, in、uh, sensory experience. Like,、uh, I started coffee when I was 18, and、uh, it was mostly because my friend、uh, had a job as a, as a chef for a year. And he came home and、uh, he, he was a good friend of mine, still is. And he had all these recipes, he tried all these things, and I found it very interesting.、Uh, so I thought I, I'd want to do something like that. And then I started a coffee job.、Uh, and at that coffee place, they had, well, like 20 different types of single origin coffees,、wow. like a lot. And they all had all these very specific flavor descriptors.、Uh, so I, I, I thought that was fascinating.、Uh, I really wanted to learn、uh, how to taste it, how to,、uh, because it said like、uh, blueberries and、uh, licorice and、uh, all, the, all the different kinds、mm-hmm. of、uh, descriptors.、Uh, and I just thought that was super interesting. Um, and I wanted to learn it, so I invested a lot of time uh, into uh, analyzing the coffee, you know,、uh, just、uh, because at some point it became my job to.、Uh, I, I kind of stopped working in the cafe, and I, my real、um, job became、uh, quality control. Okay. And also at some point,、uh, the, the green coffee sourcer. so... I, I tasted coffee a lot every day,、mm-hmm. uh, like 20 espressos. And,、uh, and you, because you're investing so much time, you kind of also spend a lot of time thinking about the approach、uh, like, how do you, what does it mean, and how, how is blueberry、uh, flavor good in this and bad in that? or... Um, what kind of grade would you give it and why? And all these questions.、Mm-hmm. Um, and just by doing that for so, so long,、um, I guess you kind of get, get good at it at some point. <laughs>、um, but no, it's just、uh, the interest.、Uh, and 
I've always said, even back then, like it, it's coffee. It was coffee back then, but mm -hmm. it could have been anything. Um, like wine could could also work. I thought work. so. Yeah. Uh, or or a tea or whatever you know. Um, yeah. And right. at some point, I really uh, because I worked in the coffee business for about ten years. No. Um, so. At some point, I figured I, I want to have my own business. Um, uh, so a, a cafe would have been the uh, most uh, logical choice. Um, because I, I did like to share, you know, in, in the cafe, that's what you do. Right. Um, so I thought I, I'd like to start a cafe, but uh, I want to combine it with something, you know, uh, because I don't want to have just another cafe with coffee and a couple of brownies and mm -hmm. a muffin, you know. Um, so uh, and at, the, at that time, I think it was around 2014 or so, uh, I traveled quite a bit and I traveled to um, many big cities in, in, in different parts of the world and I saw cafes that actually did really good um, uh, food besides the coffee. So there were two things that you can go for, you know, and I thought it, it only makes sense to have the full experience, like you go for breakfast somewhere and the coffee should be good or, or, other, uh, or the other way around. Uh, so I wanted to do something like that and um, I didn't know really what it would be. I got kind of inspired also by Chef's Table, you know, Netflix, this <laughs> documentary series, because they all said like um, um, what I got, what I got to doing in the restaurant that they worked at was to work actually with the products that were originally growing in that country, mm -hmm. or the recipes that had had existed for hundreds of years and so. Uh, so that got me thinking a lot about the Netherlands also, mm -hmm. like what do we have here? And it's a, it's a difficult culture <laughs> for food. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. At some point, a friend of mine, he started a bakery with sourdough in, in Am Amersfoort. And uh, during his time starting the company, I, I tried his bread a few times. Mm -hmm. And up to that point, I'd never really tried... Um, uh, sourdough bread, yeah. not, at least not, not a, any good sourdough bread. And I was so interested in the texture and the, the flavor, mm -hmm. and as it was so different from the bread that I'd eaten all my life and wasn't really super interested in, um, that I, I kind of have this thing that if, if I get that kind of interest, I want to do it myself, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I want to mm -hmm. uh, research, I want to try it, and. Uh, explore uh, so I did that for for a few years and at some point it just made sense like okay why don't I start a coffee place where they also have great bread right. uh, and that's so uh, <laughs> it's just that I didn't have any experience <laughs> making real good bread you know I'd, I'd experienced it at home and at some point I thought like hmm wait a second like I'm very insecure about my bread uh, up to this day. Sometimes I'm still, I still am, um, but it's still a lot better than anything you can get 
probably most places of the city. So I figured, let's just start a real small bakery um, so that I can learn as a sort of a learning platform for myself also. No strings attached, no no big investments, uh, just a small bakery with a small oven, one fridge. Uh, and then uh, that's that's kind of how I started. And then the the emphasis came to uh, be mostly on on the baking, and mm-hmm. the coffee got kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I figured you know the coffee I I know coffee, I can always implement that later on yeah. uh, into the company. Uh, so that's how I got into that, and so. I don't know if it really answers your question, but it's it's. Uh, I I figured bread makes so much sense to me, uh, for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, one is that um, it can be super nutritious, so it can help you sustain a life, as in it's like a staple food, mm-hmm. and I think that's very interesting to do something so basic like. Su- support people in their basic needs uh, I think that's something really uh, very admirable <laughs> and um, the second thing is like the Dutch have always eaten or for a very long time have eaten bread so it makes sense there's a big bread culture here just not necessarily great bread um, <laughs> Uh, and another thing is, I, I used to travel a lot for, for coffee, for buying, uh, but always to Central America, South America, like very far away. And um, while I don't condemn any of that, it feels better to be able to get the product from very close, you yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. we can source our grains from half an hour from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's uh, very interesting to me. I can visit the farmer, I can visit the mill really easily without getting on any planes. Right. Um, and, I, and then I can also support local economies, mm-hmm. you know, you, the contact with any, anyone in the supply chain is really very direct. So, uh, and then of course there's the matter of flavor and the interest in, in the grains and all the things you can do with it. And that's really feels to me like still there's so much uh, ground to be explored still, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and and bread is really something that over the over the world everyone has its own approach. So there's just this immense um, source of information and immense uh, amount of things to to try out, and that makes it fascinating as well. It's such just like simple things, like I don't make bread, I just like watching you guys working it's such a like simple ingredient mm-hmm. like you don't really have to have anything fancy like have a flour mm-hmm. and just have a water yeah. and a salt there you are that's yeah. i think this is like su- like simplest things mm-hmm. you can do but you can pull that much story out of it like mm-hmm. you can sort of ferment it like culture itself in it like deepened it like eat just a bread but how much you connect with locals and you can see that and how much you can sort of connect with people eat just the one bread mm. 
and that's interesting. And also, like hearing your stories, like quite philosopher, you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a seeker in a way. Like I felt like when you were talking about coffee too. It's just like. It's just kind of like asking coffee or bread answers. Like mm-hmm. it's a com- conversation. Wise feels like is it like you know what I mean? Like when you are kind of making like other day you had like the container of the bread in next to me, mm-hmm. and it was just like circulate. Like I do not like mixing it. Mm-hmm. It just looked very conversation to me. Mm-hmm. Like how do you do? Like how how you you are doing it? It's just mm-hmm. like com- communication doesn't have to be verbal. I always mm-hmm. think. Like trees and everything is kind of. I love this、uh, exhibition, but in next museum there's a tr-、uh, environment light ex- thing,、mm-hmm. and the trees and everything is sensing all these the CO two and everything and oxygen level and people and they they communicate with it.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's communication and it's sort of red and I think coffee. Is something quite far away from、yeah. me. Just I, I used to do the macrobiotic, and I live with it. And like everything, sourced in in a local, experienced the same thing as me, because that's just a little bit like one or two kilometer away. Is they experience same weather and same temperature, so they're like kind of quite similar to me, in. You know, like、mm. yeah, coffee and everything is quite like somewhere come from, and like a little bit like luxurious things, like tobacco, chocolate, everything is come from somewhere to have. But like your bread is there, like.、Mm. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's that's really great.、Uh, that I and there it's really interesting because、um, traditionally there's this.、Um, Like people really see Dutch grains as unfit for consumption、mm. by humans, at least in in bread, not not、uh, that they get ill from it or anything. But、yeah. the baking qualities of the grains grown here, they are not great.、Um, I mean, we found ways to to work with it really well and much better than people would have expected it to. But、um, Traditionally, it seemed like the grains, the wheat that grows here, goes to cattle feed. Okay.、Um, because you need certain properties、um, in in your grain for it to be、uh, good enough to 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 make certain types of bread that are really、um, popular right now, like the the. The, the the sourdough loaf that you see everywhere with the with the holes yeah, in there,、yeah. uh, it really depends on many factors、uh, to be able to to get something like that to to create something like that,、uh, and in the Netherlands we've had in,、uh, always had quite a very mild climate right not、mm-hmm. not、uh, never really very warm、mm-hmm. uh, up to. Recently, <laughs> <laughs>、um, and so it's.、Uh, you said something about sugars before, and sugars only、uh, developing quite a lot in in warmer climates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's also with the protein in、mm-hmm. wheat and in in grains,、uh, they become stronger in somewhat、uh, warmer climates.、Okay. Um, 
but that's what I think. Um, the real reason is really difficult to. It's, it's a very complex story, of course, but that's that's what they said uh, about Dutch grains, and uh, I I find it both uh, a challenge okay. because I want to try it anyway. Um, and also very frustrating sometimes. <laughs> the unfit, like where the unfit mm. with it, like mm-hmm. from my my perspective, if that is the thing, if that's how they grow there, I think that has sort of meaning to it and a human mm. in it. Like it, I think human wants this certain bread, and this is a trend. This is the taste we want, so we fit them to us. In that way, maybe Dutch grain is unfit for what we ask for. Mm. But if we work with the grain as it is, they are just as it is, mm. and using everything as a local because that's how it is. Then could be, it, I don't know, like it just how it is. Does it make sense? Sorry. Like, does it make sense? Like, grain is this. Then mm. work with it. Mm-hmm. Not like yeah. grain to pull us to towards like Japanese. Mm-hmm. I just really think if you are born in Japan, you'll be like making brewing sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Not Japanese. So. <laughs> you'd be like, but like Japan, Japanese wanted to have like we had a weird ambition. We wanted to make sake mm-hmm. in every single province of Japan, mm-hmm. and the southern. Like province is not fit for sake. They make shochu because it's much more sweeter, and they can't make sake. Sake need a cold weather. They somehow decided to make it, and then like improve the technology, and they now making it. It's yeah. it's not really meant to taste good or anything. We just wanted to make it. Yeah. It's just as of our pride, we just had to make the sake in Southern Island, and it's like we just drink it. It's like yeah. <laughs> like why we do that? It's just like so we we are the one ask like all these grains and everything to be in that way maybe unfit, but I think ancient time probably that were eating it. They were eating different, uh, not wheat. Okay. Not wheat mostly in the, in the Netherlands we had barley, we had rye, um, so different types of bread. And the wheat mostly came from France, I think, maybe okay. Germany as well, but not so much in Netherlands. Okay. Um, so that's also quite interesting, actually. It is um, so should we? I, and uh, I think I don't have the answer. You know, I I'm just doing this right now, and it feels good, but um, I'm not really saying like this is the way it should be you mm-hmm. know i'm not saying this is the best or also i'm not claiming that this is the best for the environment i don't i don't really know i mean this is just what my feeling says right now like the i i think you and i quite use the word make sense mm. it's just like like there's a sense is like it makes sense to you yeah. like there's an answer that satisfy you mm-hmm. like okay this is i think i understand yeah so so for example one thing i'm i'm now 
thinking about mm -hmm. is like you have all these Dutch mills mm -hmm. they don't really have great traceability or transparency mm -hmm. so a lot of them they import their grains actually from Ukraine or Romania okay. so it's quite far away yeah. um, so you could say okay I, will, I want to work with a local mill but then the grain is actually from the other side of Europe right. or is, is that is that better still and in what way than let's say you just buy French grains like yeah. French mill and maybe buy it from a French mill but is that is that maybe better or is it worse I, I don't know personally I ideally I would have great grains from the Netherlands milled in the Netherlands mm -hmm. but I don't know if that's really the best answer so uh, that's something that I'm, I'm thinking about because I know there's still still relatively really very few people who actually use the Dutch grains uh, and some mills they say okay we have the, the Dutch grains but they don't have it always sometimes they have the Ukrainian sometimes they have the Dutch mm -hmm. so is that how good or how, good, how bad is that something that's really been on my mind of late um, so, yeah. you know, and it's also nice to not have the answer, I guess. <laughs> I mean, to, to be able to uh, think right. about it well. <laughs> I think, like, it's just so... Answers are really difficult, and mm. answers are so attractive. Like, mm. we want to have answers mm. to do something, to satisfy. At the same time, sometimes we just have to do it without answers, and on the way we get answers. I'm like listening to your story and I'm thinking and how much do we did we change like ideally local flour local grain local everything so we don't have to change much things as a culture wise mm -hmm. but wheat itself is already coming from some other country yeah, as a sure. country wise so is it actually say natural mm -hmm because it's it's some outsider coming in yeah. and we changed it because we want to eat the bread mm. and so is that actually like normal yeah. or do we change it and do we change the culture itself and like how much we changed it like does it actually authentic mm. and then that's we can't really answer because it's already experienced and like mm. we can say oh i don't like it let's ditch it and just go back to everything like that's that often what people sort of like going too far saying like they let's ditch it and don't do it and then just like do you want to throw all the technology yeah. but we can't do that so like how much we you know it's it's great to have one answer yeah i think it also you know it really depends on how far you zoom out because uh, grains aren't originally from Europe at all, no. you know, uh, so depending on how far you go back into time, you can say, okay, tradition is born in a hundred years or in a thousand years, or uh, where's your answer, really, okay. uh, people are really clinging to tradition, and on the one hand, it's, it's a beautiful thing, and on the other hand, it's maybe not the, it's maybe a bit misleading, or mm -hmm. maybe... It's not the best answer, I don't know. Um, like if you have potatoes, for example, like you would say 
potatoes are Dutch staple food, you know, yeah. mashed potatoes or cooked potatoes, but they're they're actually not from the Netherlands either. No. So, so how do you, how should you approach that? And if you if you want to do a local foods, is that only the foods that originally grew in the Netherlands? You won't have a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's so difficult to think about like. Like how far we want to go with it, mm. and in mm. that case, like we just have to say this makes sense to me, so mm. this is good enough. Yeah. But we will still keep like looking for the answer to sort of upgrade or update it. Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's we call it in Japanese Zen Mondo. Zen is the Zen, like Zen meditation. Zen Mondo is asking question and answering mm. it. But in Zen, there's no answers. It's just how it is. So just keep asking questions to get answers, but keep asking. It's just the questioning that doesn't actually mean to have the answer itself. It's Zen Mondo, we call it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's like that. And it, we just have to satisfy in some way. And yeah. I think having bread itself is like, but I made a bread, then it's good. Like, why not? <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. just, it's, it's interesting to think about. It's, that's why maybe philosophy, but you are not a philosopher, you are that craftsman. Craftsman is, or, to me, like, has that questioning all the time inside of them, but they make things. Mm-hmm. Philosopher is just meant to just keep thinking about it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've always had a difficult time really really boxing myself into saying like I'm a baker. It feels really weird. Also, I'm a coffee person, coffee buyer. All all these labels they kind of confine you as a as a human being into like okay, this is what you do. This this is what says everything about you like I'm a pastry chef. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it and it feels for me uh like this company I want to see how far we can go with that, but uh, it's also not just bakery to me, you know, it's not it, I'd also uh like to explore different areas in the company. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just that it's at the at the base of it, you know, we have bread and we have pastries. But uh, then we can also do a lot of other things. Yeah. We're not confined in that sense. That's that's very free though. Like when I made my business card, I was asked what what do you want to put it, and I couldn't answer because I'm just being me, and I have so so much curiosity. And everything made me, as we were talking about, mm-hmm. like I don't have a one thing, but everything. It's just the language is maybe for you are the baking of bread or producing food but that's like easiest for other people to see just like a language like symbol to say like we make a pastry we make a bread yeah. that's for you but inside of it it's like the fermentation like situation inside of it going on so much <laughs> complex things yeah. maybe yeah you need the you need the terms and you need the names or else uh, it will become very difficult for other people to to say what what are we doing and should I go there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's sure. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that's like one question, and I make you like just not talking at all. I like to listen. <laughs> I know this is why I'm collecting all the nerves. Like, just 
speak, please. Okay, let me <laughs> let me think about it. It's just it's just I think I just yeah. We we just want answer. We can't answer. Yeah. Oh yeah, not one more thing about the the why why sourdough why yeah. bread is of course and this and I think most people will give you this answer that that are into the sourdough right yeah. now is just uh, the simplicity of it and at the same time the immense complexity behind yeah. it yeah i mean it's just what you said it's three ingredients and uh, and you can get this amazing thing that you can eat every day mm-hmm. uh, and it, and it's so so difficult so complex <laughs> like it takes years now I'm, i've been doing this for years now and i still to say that i understand would really be a <laughs> a big claim (laughs) it's just uh, and I don't think in that sense that I can really understand but it's just sometimes and I feel probably a lot of people feel like this it's it's very frustrating to to see these foods that have all these ingredients that you don't see (laughs) that are apparently in there and you don't really understand what it is or what, what purpose it serves uh, and kind of this bread with uh, only three ingredients is uh, it's very gives a lot of air. You know, it's uh, just it's just that. You know, okay. it's not nothing more, nothing less. And uh, it it actually has a good keeping quality because of the way it was made, but not because it was uh, treated with some sort of chemicals or uh, some sort of additives or. Um, it's just very simple and very transparent mm-hmm. in that sense and i really i really like that because in this world <laughs> the we have so much that is being obscured from us and it is so difficult to to um question everything that you're consuming and that you're doing and we are kind of forced to do so now and it's a good thing but it's also really difficult and tiring yeah. i think yeah. So, another thing that I think Brad has has going got going for it. <laughs> yeah. I think the reason why I eat, I don't say exclusively, like probably exclusively, ninety percent of bread that I eat in Netherlands is yours. Mm. I quite make my like days quite simple. Mm. Like I know where I'm drinking coffee. I just only drink from two shops, <laughs> and I eat bread from one shop. Mm. It just kind of like simple and kind of clarity in it like I know the person I know who making things for me mm. but at the same time I always say like simplicity is not singular mm. simplicity is understanding complexity in it like like more you understand like how much complexity in it make it un- like profoundly more depth into simplicity it just comes out as a simple but inside as just like come back to the term of the bread it's just inside of it going so much on it mm. like you two and every bakers in this shop is working constantly when I'm stamping <laughs> I'm the most like singular thing I'm doing it <laughs> but back of me it's just like so much things going none very quietly mm. it's not singular things it's just so much thought in it so much like it's not just like I just eat the bread. It's there's so much layer mm. 
like your crescent. <laughs> There's so much things going on in the back of things,、mm. and understanding and having knowledge will increase our like enjoyment. You know, like more you know, more you can actually understand, and the more you get into it, the more you can't get out. It's it's clarity, but at the same time, like a door to the more depth of like. Welcome to, welcome to. There, there is a world that difficult. Is, I think you know what I mean. Like just like oh yeah, you open the door.、Yeah. Welcome, like can't get out. <laughs> And the more you know, the the more you understand that you really don't know anything. Right.、Yeah. I feel that was really very much the feeling I had with coffee, and still I do. Uh, like we talked a little bit about water before, and it's yeah, so yeah. incredibly complex. Um and and. If you just start out, you don't ask that question. Like, what does water do to coffee? You、yeah. know, and it's a really very, very complex answer. And that's the same with 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 all the other、uh, things. If you get more into it, then you find all these doors. <laughs> and it's、uh, and the more you open, the the more doors will appear behind them. So、right. it's like. Is it because you're、sure、professional? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. That's why I don't. I guess, like, I don't get serious about anything, and which I feel bad about it. But do you think you two like sort of like we were talking about professional and just being nerd? It's kind of similar, but being professional is a different thing. Like you have to bake, you have to make bake、uh, pastry and baking every single day now. Like does it sometimes goes like, let's make it much more simple. Like how to come back from it,、mm-hmm. because now it's it's not like you like it. Now you bake it.、Mm, yeah, sometimes I really crave for the days that you like. Ah, I have a whole day to make a cake. I'm really looking forward to that moment, because here it's. I think, you are doing it all the time. Like you are, very busy with making all the, the pastries and all the. Flavor combinations and thinking ahead, like oh, what's the weather going to be like? People want something citrusy or、uh, chocolatey or anything.、Mm-hmm. And but it would also be really nice to to like, focus on what you really loved about it in the first place and、yeah. just do that. But I have to say that's been so long already. That and. I also really love the pace, so I really enjoy overall、um, like structure of working at the bakery or yeah, yeah, yeah.、Uh, working with colleagues or seeing all the things happening at the same time and、uh, trying to push a recipe and seeing what it does for the next day and、um, so in those little things, there's there's so much joy as well. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a balance. So it's a, oh yeah, I, I saw a really nice cookbook. I was like, oh wow, I want to make this cake. And then I thought, ah,、oh, it won't be possible here because it just takes too much time or right, right, too right. many different steps, and we'll never be able to implement it here.、Uh, and then have at the end of the day, no one to eat it because all the people already <laughs> gone and we're already closed, and then the cake is finished. So that's、uh, but it, yeah, and then. You can start thinking like, okay, how can I make it happen that that it's going to be there, but in a shape that is suitable for us or for yeah.、Um, yeah. So 
yeah. it's nice to to bake and it's also really nice to be a baker it's like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're two different things I feel like <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I think there's a like creativity is the same like baking mm. bread but like a little bit of twist in it like mm. because you have this a structure or like house to put it in yeah yeah that's yeah that, I think that's like always the struggle for people who like it so much and make it work yeah then that balance of like how much like you two can go like as far as you can go like you know but at the same time so but this is work how to balance mm -hmm. back with it yeah and i feel like sometimes it's really difficult so i feel like we both push ourselves way too far <laughs> because we also love it so much mm -hmm. and then like oh no okay we have to take a step back and like be more productive or be um go to sleep at some point <laughs> because it's it's you want to uh, because yeah the love is there and the interest is there you can just go on forever and right. I think that's also with running your own business that's that's really difficult to like put a stop to it like okay I'm also just a human so I have to I love it but we'll continue tomorrow it's <laughs> <laughs> difficult sometimes yeah I just I just I really wanted to ask that question because that far part is like the question I was asking you guys took <laughs> sourdough starter to your vacation yes. and now, yeah that was the question I, one more question I wanted to ask like this is a great moment for me I think did you see the difference like I mean you moved here too like as I was asking you to like you were working in a your home and now in a western park now and now you have a place and then how uh, like how the sourdough starter thing and then you took different like did you see the difference in that little little creatures yeah. so what you should understand about sourdough is that it's uh, so it's bacteria and yeasts and it's really good at adapting to their circumstances mm -hmm. so um, let's say I use wheat flour here now to uh, to feed it mm -hmm. and use a certain schedule like once a day twice a day and the, the percentages may be different like the water percentage may be different or the, the percentage of sourdough that I use to to start the new one will be different uh, you can you can adapt it really easily um, and it's also the yeasts it's, the yeasts come from they can come from your hands mm -hmm. they can come from the air the environment and they can come also from the ingredients. Mm -hmm. So let's say you take the starter to France, then give it time and it will adapt to the circumstance over there. Um, but what we did was we took flour from here oh, okay. to there. Um, I don't remember why, but I think just maybe to keep it stable or... Yeah. Um, so... I. I I have to admit, I didn't see that much difference. Uh, how long were we there? Yeah, one week. One week. Yeah. yeah. So, did we make any bread over there? No. No, we didn't. There was no oven. Ah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, in that sense, we didn't. But we we might have seen any difference if we would have made bread there. Mm -hmm. So, once, once we got back here, then we changed... Um, um, 
it changed back probably. Okay. Uh, and also the oh, the container we used was the same as we use here, and the flour was was the same. The water was different, of course, um, and maybe the environment. But I don't think it it changes that drastically, mm -mm -mm. that fast. Oh, right. Um, but. I think it's a, it's a very very flexible thing really and you shouldn't be too scared with it. I think our starter is quite strong yeah. and uh, <laughs> I, I can leave it and um, I can leave it for a few days and it'll survive you know. Wow. Uh, you should probably do that but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you can really very easily reboot it uh, and, and it'll be strong within a few days. So. Um, It's it's a very flexible thing. Uh, if people say they they let it die, then it might have not been very strong at, at, uh, in the first place, and um, they also it takes quite a bit to to actually kill it. So uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think for us also the schedule that we feed it at, we always use a very small inoculation. So let's say uh, let's say we I I feed the starter once a day. Um, just to refresh it uh, and that is besides the, the feeding for, for the levain that I'm using for the bread dough right so I, I try to keep it separate I have the starter uh, I use about 10 or 20 percent starter uh, to 100% flour and 100% of water so the total is like 220 percent Uh, so that amount of starter is quite a little, quite, mm -hmm. it has a lot of flour and water to feed on. Uh, so it stays very mild. Mm -hmm. The acidity will not develop super, super much, especially because I feed it every day. Um, and if it gets warmer, I might take the inoculation down a little bit or, you know, I use cold water, uh, just tap water. Um, so the temperature is not that high. Unless it gets really warm in here, then maybe we need to adapt a little bit. Um, and it stays just very stable that way. I think if I would use more starter in, in so let's say I go to 50 or even 100% uh, versus the 100% flour, then you have much more acid you take into the next starter, the next refreshment. Uh, so then it starts to build uh, more acid, more and more acid rapidly and the acid is what bring, breaks it down also so um, the way I use it is is a very um, very mild version um, so it, it, I think in that sense it, it doesn't go that fast even though it goes quite fast <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's, it's it sounds like Like all these bacteria, it's like, oh, do whatever you want. Like, we adjust. We, we adjust for you. <laughs> like, humans are just, just way too busy with, like, perfect, like, with what that we want to do. And we poke them with our thought. And, like, and they're just like, okay, just do whatever you want. Like, I'm flexible okay. for it. Yeah. Let me see this. <laughs> don't, don't you think it's like, We get, we, let's, let's see. <laughs> Aww. Here's one starter. Uh, so, probably should refresh it. Um, <laughs> so, I was doing an experiment with uh, 
a starter with a really low percentage of water so 40% instead of normally I do 100% water 100% flour and with this starter I did only 40% water to 100% of flour so it's uh, much stiffer you know? okay. it's much uh, drier in a sense so and then the, the fermentation takes a lot longer mm-hmm. so now I, I started that about two weeks ago and then I had no real purpose with it just curious to see how it would work you know so at last week I don't know I was lazy or something so I didn't feed it for an entire week and I kept it at room temperature and, and still it survives you know so it's um, and yeah. I, I bet now it doesn't really look very good yeah. I, <laughs> I just I just think like fermentation things is always like got work like a, like in a weird way to say like mm-hmm. in Japan in uh, the brewers with sake is like kind of quite I don't know how to say like no mysterious like I don't know the English word it's just like very higher work considered or like something very superior mm. about it just something that we can't see and like oh, I always think these bacteria and everything in a certain way for me is like God work I mm. feels like like they're the one mm. you know and we are just like they they play with us mm-hmm. like we are not the one that like that's we feed or anything yeah. they're, they're the, the one like playing with us okay like, that <laughs> doesn't make sense i just yeah i don't I make guess. anything but so uh yeah i think so i mean uh, to to say that we are in uh, in control of nature would be uh, <laughs> would be a big mistake yeah we are the yeah one that think that we are control and we are being the controlled mm. yeah, by them yeah I think we can go on forever but yes this is the yeah thank you very much for talking and yeah, thank, thank you very you. much for listening and this is yeah <laughs> that's a lot of information thank you very much for listening and then have a nice day I don't know how to finish all the time that's great <laughs>